Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yes. This is Imani St. James from the St. James Project Podcast. And I am on pretty much every week. Every Friday, I'm going live. Just decided to do it today. As always, thank you for those who tune in and to those who are new listeners and also to those who are not tuning in. Get on board. Oh my God, there's so much happening this week. Uh, Let me see, where am I going to begin? And when I say this is live, meaning I'm actually doing it today on Friday. Uh, Let me see, I got a couple of emails asking me how come I'm not on more often. And, you know, am I, when am I going to start uh, being on? I guess they want to hear it more than once a week. And you know what? I have just decided to power forward. Yes, I am making plans to be on more. I at least want to do two to three times a week. Having said all that, um, the reason for the delay and somewhat hesitation on my part is because I did officially graduate yesterday. I mean, we had the ceremony and everything in San Francisco at the Bill Graham Civic Auditorium with the Academy of Art University. Woo, woo, woo. 2018 got that bachelor's finally. Do you know how long I've been chasing that bachelor's degree? I mean, I'm talking marriage, divorce, two kids, everybody's needs ahead of mine's. Um, some poor decision makings and I'm finally in the stage of my life where I am doing for me working on me all about me 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 you know what and, and as soon as you do that start focusing on yourself all the haters come out oh well you know what life that's what it is but you know nothing's gonna change okay so what am I talking about today ooh uh, still got a couple more things to go though. I mean, it has been a crazy week just with the graduation. Like I said, had a dentist appointment yesterday, but I a couple of things I want to talk about that happened this week. And we still as black people are being silent about now, you know, it's been plastered all over Twitter, black Twitter, white Twitter, Facebook. We continually post images video recordings of police brutality being disrespected by businesses um the most recent one is the waffle house now i don't know what the waffle house is it sounds too much like uh ihop and denny so i can't imagine me ever eating at a place like that what i don't understand is why that why oh let me get it right why People of color, we continually, we continually frequent businesses, patronize businesses, put our money in places that continually disrespect us and our black bodies. I'm going to give you a prime example. Now, everybody's all over uh, boycott the uh, the Waffle House, um, showing images of police brutality of the young man who was choke or I mean literally grabbed by his neck now I don't know I've never been arrested but um I've never been in the jail convicted or anything but that didn't even seem right and then you had the other incident I believe there was in uh Louisiana now correct me if I'm wrong so somebody hit me up send me an email say Imani you were wrong blah 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 I'm at the St. James Project on Facebook and Twitter 
you can just send me a shout out and please be nice because you know what i'm not tolerating rudeness i respect that we can all agree to disagree but you know what i will not be called any more names and you will stay on my page all right i'm just letting you know now um the young man uh the neighbor called uh, it seems like maybe it was the neighbor or someone called the police on the young man because he was playing his music too loud and the cop was just literally belligerent with this young man i mean to talk to him like he was a dog there was a, a grandmother that was arrested i mean okay i personally cannot take watching any more of these images to me it's like um you're opening the wound again you know you clean the wound out you put salt on you're trying to heal and by healing i mean we need to do everything we can to um we need to be proactive. We need to do everything we can to prevent this type of behavior. See, nothing is going to change until the money change, until we have a seat at the table where we can start making some demands of our own. Remember, we have $1.2 trillion in spending capital, and yet we really don't have a voice. We're the most disrespected culture uh, in the United States. That, that's, just, that's just it. You see these every day. I mean, you have the latest images latest image uh, in Oakland at, uh, at the Lake Merritt where I grew up in Oakland. I grew up in Northern California, especially in the Oakland area where you can barbecue with the grill in certain designated areas. And this white woman decided she's going to take it upon herself. She's going to be the, I guess they refer to her as the charcoal Nazi. And I want to give this woman a shout out. I mean, great freaking acting job i mean if you could see this she literally has a mental so somewhat breakdown at the end because she's feeling like she's being harassed another white woman came to the aid of this black man and she said i'm going to use my white privilege and then all of a sudden the the aggressor is crying foul and stating that she's being harassed you know i'm just like all right, you know, I rarely cuss, but today I'm going to go there and just ask God to forgive me. Bitch, get the fuck up out of here, all right? That's what I was thinking. I mean, these are things that you can Google right now that has taken place all this week. And we promote this heavily, heavenly. Damn, what's wrong with my mouth? We promote images like this all across every social platform. But you know what I want to talk about that we as people of color don't do? We say it's not okay for white America to abuse us, but it's okay for us to abuse ourselves. We stay silent on black on black crime. We, you don't hear Pete from Al Sharpton, whoever. Uh, I don't know where Jesse Jackson is. I haven't heard from him in a long time, but I'm talking about, we don't, we stay silent on the wrong things. Just like we're calling out white people and other cultures that disrespect us even with like the airbnb thing with we also should be calling out on our own and i want to give you a prime example got very little feedback this week on tmz um you know they had the met gala uh 2018 with all the celebrities there rihanna danny glover wakanda cast and cardi b and Offset was together. Now, two things happen here. 
the altercation could have been prevented. So you have both parties at fault, but offset bears the greater responsibility. And I'm going to tell you why. And when you get to a point where you can throw a punch, beat up a man, insult a man, assault a man on camera, and you don't give a damn, that is troubling as well. There was a young man heckling Cardi B. Okay, so he, his, basically in a nutshell, his mouth wrote a check that his ass could not cash. So once Cardi B got into the car, and this is all on, on camera, this, this is being filmed, this is being um, aired on TMZ. Um, Offset and his, his crew or whatever get in the car. Next thing you know, they get out of the car. So see, they had a responsibility. They had time to think about it. They had time to walk away and, or drive away in this fact and say, you know what? Let this dude keep talking, whatever, whatever. Look where he is. Look where I am. But yet they did not do that. They did not take the high roll as Michelle Obama has so eloquently said, said in one of her speeches, when they go low, we go high. No, Offset decided to go low too. So, and I'm sure he ordered it. No, we don't have no proof because we were not in the car, but did he get out and stop it? So three guys jumped on this young man and the most damning punch, blow, kick, or whatever you want to call it, is that once they beat up the young man, dude, I saw somebody in white pants with a boot come back and kick the man in his head. But I want to tell you what's troubling to me is that no one from black Twitter, white Twitter, or anything said anything about this. See, you didn't see this posted all over social media. You didn't see condemnation from the African-American community about this type of behavior. And then... We want respect, but let's call it, call it what it is. We don't even respect ourselves. And I know some people are going to clap back at me and say, uh, well, dude had it coming. You know what? We can say that in a lot of cases where these young men have been accosted and arrested by the police, sometimes our mouths get us into trouble. I'm just telling the fact, you know what? Because you really, you, you can't obey every law every rule, every command like Philando Castile did, and he still lost his life anyway. But the great, but you know, there was some monetary uh, rec uh, compensation for his family. I don't think it was much. But at the same time, we still need to call out bad behavior all across the platform, and we need to deal with our own the same way we deal with others. I mean, everybody is like on this hike to take R. Kelly down, mute R. Kelly, which I have been the first to say. Last week, I posted on my, my Facebook page, my website, that after seeing the BBC documentary, 2018 Girls Videotape, uh, if you just Google it in, I honestly believe R. Kelly is guilty of the behavior that he's been accused of. But the problem is... He's not been convicted of anything. There's been no evidence. It is just one person's word against his. Same thing with Bill Cosby. There's no evidence. It's just one person's word against his. But I'm Bill Cosby, I'm sure, you know, help. He is equally guilty in this situation. Just didn't see any evidence. 
we are so quick to condemn our own, disassociate ourselves with our own, but yet we fail to do that when it comes to that shea butter community. And by shea butter, I mean white skin, those who disrespect us, the Airbnb situation, the lady, uh, the owner who sided with the, uh, the cops being called on the young women, which she referred to as kids. No, they're grown women. You know what? Just like we are talking about boycotting those institutions, we don't. We don't, but we are quick to disassociate ourselves with our own. And just the latest news I heard uh, with R. Kelly, you know, I want to give you a little insight on, I mean, I'm going to be going back and forth here. You know, sometimes this is like a rant and Spotify has just come out in the last 24 hours and said they will not actively promote R. Kelly's music. Uh, on their playlist. Now they're not totally removing his music because I did check because hey, I was about ready to cancel my Spotify membership. Like I said, I believe R. Kelly has, has contributed to his own situation and a lot of celebrities are distancing themselves from them, from him. I would hope that all of the negative attention that he's getting, R. Kelly will mute himself, take time out, somebody get in his head and talk to this man because his career is on the line. But I'm also equally opposed to when you take away a man's ability to earn a, a legal live, living because of accusations leveled against him. He still has not been convicted of anything. And until those things happen, he has a right to earn a living. It is not Spotify's place to play judge and jury. Did they do that with Chris Brown? Did they do that with the fabulous incident where he assaulted his girlfriend, Emily, to which she's back with him? I wanna see our community call out the bullshit in our community as well. We, we will not support our own financially on the word testimony of others. We will pull back in a minute, but we still have not done that with white America. That's my rant for this week. You know, it's something to think about. Just look at all the cases where you have to be blind, deaf, and dumb not to know about the Waffle House but yet black people keep going there anyway. And I even read one comment yesterday on Twitter. Well, the lady said, well, that's all, that's the only place we have, but when I'm traveling, uh, I won't go there. Uh, can you not cook your own food at home? Can you not be creative and get you, your friends and everything together and set your house up, go have a picnic, breakfast in the park or something, rather than give your money to this place who, have stood by their decisions to call the police on us at any given time. So yeah, our list continues to get longer. So we can't drive while black, walk while black, eat out at a restaurant while black, barbecue in the park while black, Airbnb while black. Just being black is offensive to some. And we can change all this with our finances, with our dollars. Stop supporting businesses that do not respect us. They don't understand protests. And quite frankly, I'm tired of the Sisyphus 
method, meaning you keep rolling the, the stone up the hill expecting to get a different result. No, the stone is coming back down. It's time for a change in mind, a change in tactic, a change in strategy, a shift, and the shift is going to have to be with our money. All right, so that's my rant for today, Imani St. James for the St. James Podcast. I just want to talk about why we need to hold ourselves accountable, that we need to pick our battles wisely and know what the bigger issue is in our community. We need to learn how to get on the frenemy plan. The frenemy plan is coming together for the greater good. Let's deal with the stuff that's going on outside first that is hurting us, the whole race, the entire race, and then we need to do some house cleaning. But let's not turn a blind eye to some of the stuff in the garbage that's going on into our community and sanction off by keeping silent, all right? Black on black violence is just as damning to our culture, our community, our race, our survival as white on black violence. This is Imani St. James. You can catch me every week. Go to my Facebook page, St. James Project, or Twitter, St. James Project. You can find this on iTunes and SoundCloud, and also I'm at the stjamesproject.com. Until next week, peace.